Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2020 is brought to you by the organizational team, Anne, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Who will you find on the Chimera? A uh, light-eating space monster? A seven-foot-tall heretical catman. The human hacker, gadgeteer, and technophile. A galactic lawyer from the wrong side of the Akashic Bleed. A living financial instrument. Sort of like a, a rhino centaur, almost. Hamster people? Chinchilla people. Chinchilla, Chinchilla people. people, excuse me. The bog witch of Zed. The honorable Lord Mayor. A bright red mustachioed land manatee. Technicolor werewolf guys. Janelle Monet. Yeah, she's Janelle Monet. Exactly. This is the halfling Janelle Monet. The Chimera. Unexpected characters in unlikely situations. Hello, friends. Since we've recorded this episode, a lot has changed. All of us want to express that we do not support Wizards of the Coast anymore. We do still, however, urge you to check out the awesome supplement that we used in this game and to continue to support marginalized indie creators out there. Thank you so much for listening. Alrighty, friends. So the first thing we have to do is we all have to introduce ourselves and our usual podcasts. Which four? I can go first. Sure. You're you're the head of the group. I guess. That's the rumor. Hello, I'm Vicky, and I'm usually a player on Sacrosanct RP, where we play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. But today, I am the DM. And we are also still playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Um, and my players are. Hello, everyone. My name is Tyler. I'm the DM and creator of Misrolled Adventures, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons group that uh, currently is traversing or transcending, whatever you want to call it, from YouTube onto Twitch. And we are running about two different shows, so hopefully we'll figure out a stream schedule and we'll be good to go from there. Brilliant. Uh, I'm Vin LeBate. I produce and play on the Chimera, an actual play podcast bringing you strange fiction across a variety of genres and systems. Uh, We focus on making really weird characters and then breaking our systems until they make sense. (laughs) Also brilliant. I'm Will. I'm part of the Piece of Cake podcasting network. We're a group that brings together artists to produce their podcasts. I'm a producer there and, uh, I would suggest check out one of our shows. Um, Null and Void is going on currently. Yeah. Oh, I just realized my cat is sleeping in here with me. Okay, sorry. You're about to scare your cat. (laughs) Oh, and I also have to mention, to create our characters for this game, we used a module by at Gabe James Games on Twitter, and I would highly recommend checking it out. It was so awesome. It essentially takes character mods from races to cl- being class-based and definitely absolutely check that out we're all set i'm good okay yep. all right i cannot stall anymore great <laughs> <laughs> the three of you wake up to what feels like grass against your face and As you slowly come to, you also realize that you hear the sound of rushing water and some strange bird calls. You're pretty sure you 
probably don't recognize, right? As you slowly open up your eyes, you realize that you're looking up at a sky that is smattered in dawn colors, those sort of vibrant oranges and purples and pinks that blend together. And it's behind an interwoven canopy of leaves that are also kind of strange looking. What do you do? Sitting up uh, in my shortened stature, I immediately look around to see if I can find my familiar friend, possibly hovering above my shoulder in a sprite form. Look over to see if I notice the other two with me. Certainly. Yeah, as you are looking to your shoulder, it's kind of like a a habit for you. That's where you usually turn to for your friend. You see, oh, you're not alone. Do I know the other two that lie there on the ground? No. You've never seen these two in your life. You're pretty sure. Are they awake? I'm going to lean in super close to, to the one closest to me. Just my snout-like mouth looking straight at him. In that case, I'm going to grab him by the neck. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Where are we? What's going on? Who are you? Why are we here? What's happening? What? Kick Kick doesn't know. Kick is only... figured it was my friend Ernesto. And I'm going to look over to my hovering sprite with a thick mustache trying to pull on your arm to let me go. I sit up cautiously not letting go you're looking at a probably six foot tall half orc woman uh wearing were we awake what are we wearing like day clothes or night clothes Mm, depends on what you've unaware when do you think she got spirited away i'll probably say i'm dressed so that's a good idea yeah um (laughs) So she's wearing a sleeveless red gown, fairly fancy. Um, I mean, about six foot tall, not like cut, but, you know, has some of that half-orc underlying musculature. Um, yeah, so I sit up, look around, take a second to make sure that the thing that I'm holding is not immediately stabbing me. And you can tell that uh, whatever you're holding is extremely light, being only about three feet in height <laughs> and cold, kind of clammy, draconic scales. This individual is clearly a kobold with uh, a ragged kind of attire. Yeah, I'll let the kobold go and stand <laughs> up. Have you never been here before? I don't know where here is. Uh, Will, what are you doing? Right now, I'm just kind of, I think, um, coming to hearing these voices. Um, I think I say, could, could you keep it down? And um, if, if you were to either of you to look, um, you would see this uh, person, a shaped person um, in rather nice, like, robes, uh, wizard, wizardly robes. But their their face is obscured by the very large uh, brimmed hat they're wearing. Um, they kind of, you, they just kind of say that, and then start kind of uh, 
they begin to stand and uh you just kind of notice that they kind of stand up um as if nothing out of the ordinary uh kind of brushing themselves their self off and then finally kind of um looking their head turns or at least you think so as in the hat moves to the left and right kind of looking around and then they you just hear them kind of say hmm how tall would you say they are uh they're about i would say six feet as well um it, it's hard to tell exactly their build because the their robes are rather uh kind of flowy but they're thin-ish um only thing you can kind of tell coming out from the hat are their their kind of dark pointed ears you presume them to be an elf I have an extremely important important question. Is the hat six feet or is the person wearing the hat seemingly <laughs> six feet? The person. The, the hat's oh. large, but it's it's not uh, a six foot hat, I'm afraid. Oh, I was so excited. I mean I'm still really excited because that's still a very <laughs> tall hat now. Oh yes, it's 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 rather yeah. I, I want to be very clear, it's a it's a large hat. <laughs> Excellent. Looking at the two giants, I'm gonna look at them. You two come from a fancy dinner. Both are uh, very large. Kicks a little intimidated, but if you haven't been here before, then let me welcome you. Ernesto, Ernesto. And my little sprite friend just like flutters up to my face. Does like a little puff of uh, sprite dust. This is the Feywild. Oh, indeed it is. Why are we in the Feywild? I don't know. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fickle? Ernesto bring, brings me images sometimes, but I've never actually been here myself. Um, is there anything going on around us? I'm just gonna, like, put my fingers up to my lips and look around, hoping. Um, sure. Go ahead and make a perception check. And oh. anyone who would like to can join you. I feel like I should. I don't think well, I'm good at it. Nope. <laughs> you're you're so not a, good, you say. That's a fat six. <laughs> what's a what's a zero? That's a. That's the ultimate crit fail. <laughs> I've been blessed today, to everyone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, zero, dear. That's quite. I have, a, I have a minus two to perception. Ah. <laughs> Um, I want a bright seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Okay. So a seventeen, a zero, and a six. Excellent. Which would have you had the zero, please, again? Uh, that would be the cobalt. Oh yes, excellent. Three feet in tight in comparison to the six feet tall individuals. Yes, and... Well, it's just easier for us from this high vantage point, I suppose. <laughs> Clearly, they vision. are at an advantage here. <laughs> and you quickly realize that because what happens is as you're, like, spinning to look around, you sort of stumble into the water that was right next to you, and, oh, there's water here! You realize as you're suddenly, like, knee-deep in it, probably... I won't be. I have found a discovery. (laughs) Um, It is wet. The other two of you, you you knew that was there the whole time. Um, (laughs) There is, it's sort of a wide 
stream, maybe even a, a small creek next to you, sort of meandering. Um, it's not too quick moving, so you can see that there are almost what looks to be like different colored quartz-like stones in the riverbed there, differing sizes. And as you look around elsewhere, you sort of realize that there are these gently drifting motes of light in the distance. Um, they, they're almost like fireflies, but they, they're definitely not fireflies. They don't flicker in and out, and they're not the right color. They're just sort of lazily moving around, like a little dance almost. Hmm. The trees, they are weird, but it took you that moment to realize it because they are like, as you look at the leaf shapes, you will more so than our dear friend. Will, you realize more that your character can see that the, the leaf shapes aren't ones that you've normally seen, and they almost seem to have a sort of sheen to them. Everything just looks like somebody went into Photoshop and turned the saturation up to 11. Like, it's super, super vibrant everywhere. And Will, your character also realizes that there is a man's face in the trunk of a nearby tree and as soon as you look at him, your eyes lock with his. And then he sinks back into the bark of the tree. And there's no more face there. Hmm. Kick is in All right. time, squishing out the water from his ragged robes. Uh, I think uh, seeing Kick uh, drawing... Uh, what, what are Kick's pronouns? Uh, Kick speaks in third person. Uh, doesn't Doesn't have any particular pronouns they slash them well seeing kick uh trying to wring the water out of their their robes uh i think um i with a wave just do a prestidigitation kind of help you with the getting the water out of your robes but uh continue towards the tree that i saw this uh curious face after immediately drying off i walk towards it by walking through the water <laughs> <laughs> i will follow because i don't want to let anyone get too far away right now. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. And um, what are any of you looking for right now in this tree? Well, first, I, I just placed a, a hand on the tree just to see if there's any sort of reaction from it. It's made of wood. <laughs> and as Kick is whispering this to you, you touch it? From the ground. It's like a, it's like a slight whisper shout. <laughs> you sort of give it a second. Mm, nothing happened. I kind of mutter backing, yes, a very fine tree, even. <laughs> and then from behind the three of you comes a, a deeper man's voice. It's it's sort of smooth and a pleasant and, and a little bit of a rumble. And he says, are you talking to that tree? <laughs> I'm going to jump back, holding out two hands. Ernesto is mimicking me just above my head. <laughs> and supposing the three of you turn around, oh, there yes. is a, a man standing there who seems to have come out from a different tree. And he's tall, maybe pretty close to the two other 
tall people in your your party um (laughs) he's got deep dark brown skin that sort of reflects the 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 dawn or dusk maybe can't really tell of the sky overhead and his long black hair is in dreads and it's stuck with these ivy pieces and leaves and twigs and he's just sort of standing there with his arms folded over his bare chest he's got um they look pretty simple his clothes but there's a white fur that's slung across his broad shoulders and he's just sort of looking at you and you think maybe he's smirking and then he says what are you doing here why are you asking us we should be asking you i'm going to ask you what are we doing here is this the same face that saw in the tree it is okay also who are you and who are they i don't know that i'm asking you what you're doing in my forest Kick's name is Kick B Ut. Kick B Ut? Yes! It's my mother's maiden name. Material plane names are weird. I'm the two of you. Sapphire Moon, court magician to Lord Donovan Ferris. I knew you came from a fancy party. Mm, that's a less weird name to me. Thank you. Lapless. Just Lapless. Still not as weird. Okay. So. Let's circle back around to the, what are you doing in my forest? Still don't know. Uh, just woke up here, wasn't here before. Not super comfortable with it, to be honest. Mm. I imagined it was just my friend over here, as I point to Ernesto. He sort of comes a little closer. He's not getting into your, your area, your space, or nothing like that, but he does take a step closer, and he's... Gives Ernesto a sort of squint. Ernesto's still in karate stance. (laughs) And then he sort of huffs through his nose and he says, "Mm, figures. Well, is he going to get you home? I don't think that's Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I don't really remember what I was doing beforehand anyways. What about you two? Fancy and fancier one. (laughs) He also looks to the two of you. I think I was just... Going over my notes in the library, I think. Big Hat, what about you? I was having rather nice nap. And you know how these things go sometimes. Uh, you're, you're in one place one day and somewhere else the next. Uh, you sleep in that hat. <laughs> Magic. That's the only noise you get, just like a... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't suppose you're going to help us get back. To where we were, to the material plane, as it were. His eyebrow sort of raises, and you could see him sort of considering you, and then he says, the thing is, mm-hmm. I don't particularly want you in my forest. I have enough visitors in my forest as it is. But Welcome. maybe if you help me get rid of that... I can help you in exchange. And then he smiles, and his teeth are pretty white against his skin. Uh, and who would these visitors be? I don't suppose they're also from the material plane? No. See, what happened is one of the courts sent their fae here to take Ah. my forest away. And their general is still wandering the forest, 
I can't get near her because she has a sword that's made of iron. It's a bit of a it's problem. Your body made of wood. It's just a problem for some people. Maybe your little friend can tell you about it another time. I think an iron sword would uh, also present a problem for uh, us without proper defenses, but I digress. Well, I'm not the one who's going to tell you how to do your job. But if you can get her to leave, I don't even need you to do anything other than to tell her to get the fuck out. Oh, should I have sworn? Maybe I won't sworn. <clears throat> I think no, you can. it's. I think I can. It's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. It's PG thirteen. You can allow one. I <laughs> okay. Two. We get one. We get. One. I'm sorry, everyone. I took the one. I didn't mean Everybody to. Gets one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a, a spice in my my. My language, I'm sorry. Dialect. But she has one more thing she's doing that's really pissing me off. She's turning my forest into gold. Uh, hmm. That's a rather extreme. With the lighting, that sounds beautiful. I can't do anything with gold. Gold isn't living. Gold's not my forest. My forest is alive. And I want it to stay that way. But whatever she touches, she can turn into gold. And I don't know why she won't leave. All of her troops are gone, but it's just her left. I can't get near enough to her. But if you can get her to get the hell out, then I might be able to help you. I'm sorry, let me let me run this down very quickly. You need some people to solve your problem, and conveniently there are three people here who can interact with your problem, and you can interact with it, and you have nothing to do with that. Nope. My question is, is why doesn't she turn her sword to gold? It's less effective that way. Against fake creatures. So go speak with her and make her and have her leave, and you'll send us home? Or help us at least? Certainly. Once I make a deal, I can't back out of it. Of course. Right, Kick forgot to mention that. Sounds reasonable to me. Sounds easy enough, even. Wait, so who are you, then? You can call me Oban. I'm the lord of this forest. Is that because you can go through trees? What? It's a thing I can do. That's not what makes me the lord of the forest, but we'll go with that. I would offer a hand for a... a Make make the deal? Make a deal on this? As in you're offering to shake his hand? Yes. Okay. He nods and steps forward enough and he clasps your hand and shakes and he says, A deal is a deal. A deal is a deal. What I can do is provide you safe enough passage to get to her. Everything else in this forest is mine. So once you've finished your deed, if you speak my name, I'll find you. I know she's taken up in some old ruins that are down this stream, so if you follow it that way, any points, you'll find her. But, and then he lifts one finger, I need the three of you to succeed, so I am going to give you some guidance, and that is don't eat anything here, and do not accept any gifts from anyone here. But presents are so difficult to say no to. <laughs> he just smiles at you. Very well. Doesn't seem like we have a lot of choice. Doesn't seem like you do either. Honestly, doesn't seem like I do. So all that Kick and these two have to do is speak to this person to leave? That's it? And then we... Then, then all of us go home? 
That was the bargain. Kick just starts walking. <laughs> uh, what What is her name? I know she goes by Salia. Well, then I guess we'd better get to it. I'll follow Kick's Kick. Walking. Yeah. How deep is the water in this river? Is it, since I'm like three feet tall, if it goes up to normal people's knees, does that go up to like my neck? <laughs> like, Are you walking in the water? Man said to walk following the river. Mm, Best option. The two of you can see Kick is taking that really literally. Kick is just a little cobalt head chugging along. And uh, if the two of you decide to follow, it really just doesn't take that long for you to catch up at all. Your strides are much, much bigger than kicks. I imagine wade, wading through water, yeah, doesn't doesn't help with speed. So once we're once we're out of earshot of the tree man, uh, I just say, so this this does all seem terribly convenient to you, right? I just imagine it's what my archbay friend tells me. Oh, you're one of those. All right. <laughs> and what does that mean? Ernesto puts his hands onto his uh, little sprite-like hips, pointing a finger up at you. I'm sorry, it just means that you work with unconventional entities that might not be the most predictable or informative. No, I agree. There we are. You don't? No, I, I, I do things um, by the book, fairly literally. Mm, fair. I mean, you know, I make a deal now and again, but it's not an ongoing process. Maybe you don't plan to do that here. A lot of things don't run by the books. Mm. Well, it is what it is. Oh, I love it. I'm, what I'm going to do mm-hmm. is, as we're kind of, well, as Kick is trudging through water with them, Ernesto is going to fly about a hundred feet ahead. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to focus with um, my, uh, what is it called? Voice of the Chainmaster. I can perceive through my familiar senses as long as they're on the same plane of existence. So I'm just going to look and hear through Ernesto's eyes to try to gather any important information while we're traveling. Certainly. Okay. So through Ernesto's eyes, what you can see is, at first it's sort of a lot of the same. It is just you're sort of following the the bends and the, the meandering of this creek. And you see all the trees and you see those little lights and you see that there is that that reflection of the the dawn or the dusk. You still don't know which one it is overhead and it's reflecting on the water surface and you walk for some time like that until it does sort of start to maybe ease up and the the creek starts widening out and since you're doing that kick can you go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw since you're not really paying attention as you're walking no yeah that's perfect uh 19 so your toe catches on one of those little crystalline rocks at the bottom and you realize that you're about to slip into a deeper portion of the creek where you're at and you sort of stumble around it and catch yourself before you go completely toppling over. But 
Um, as this is happening, what are the other two of you doing? Uh, I was going to ask uh, Sing Kick, trudging through the water, I was going to ask them, uh, are you sure you want to continue this way? Uh, the We could walk along the river. It's much uh, easier and less <laughs> wet. The ground does work quite well up here. <laughs> but Ohan told Kick to follow river. I mean, that's fine. Kick won't have any any disagreements. Right, but if you follow someone, you don't walk on top of them. Do you? Do you? Oh. <laughs> Kick is very light. Most people don't even notice. That's not true. I kind of say in a low voice to Sapphire, I can't imagine there are many things that uh, Kick is able to walk over, but or on top of. <laughs> she snorts. <laughs> well, very well. Kick will follow them then. Stepping out, uh, Kick will also just cast Press Digitation to dry himself. Themself. Kick self. Kick self. <laughs> we'll refer to it for that. <laughs> and as Kick does that, all the water just sort of sloughs off of the clothes and they are kick is dry and as you do this kick ernesto's little bond with you sort of gives a little tug so you peek back in through his eyes and you can see that there is where the pond where the the stream sort of widens and becomes a little gentler it's almost like a pond um it's framed by what look like willow trees they're not the same again i don't know how aware of that kick is though i don't think kick is very in tuned <laughs> intuitive into it in tune with what willow trees normally look like so who knows what kick notices about these willow trees but it does look like under the boughs it sort of creates a little they almost create a little curtain around what looks to be a table. A little table, like a little round table with a single chair and a single person sitting there. Speaking as Kick, well, through Kick and not through uh, Ernesto. Looks like we can have a sit down. Maybe enjoy some food. Uh, Don't well, enjoy food. It was on the list. <laughs> No food, no gifts. If you happen to peek through Ernesto's eyes, you would see that this person who's sitting at the table starts waving to him. Ernesto shall wave back and provide nothing more. <laughs> and then they proceed to wait, their hand in their chin. And as the three of you are walking now, you can slowly start to see this happening in the distance. First, you see the boughs of the willow trees, and maybe the two of you notice a little more that the the actual leaves themselves look almost feathery. And there are those little moats, and by now, as you've been walking, you begin to realize that those little, little dancing lights never actually get any closer. They always just seem to be right in the distance. And beneath the boughs of this willow tree, there is a single figure sitting at a table with a single chair. Does this figure look like they might be a lonely general? No. No, in fact, as they see you coming up, there's nothing gold. Mm. There's no ruins. There's just a... Actually, as you get closer, you can tell it's a very detailed, carved, like, very exquisite artwork on this single table and chair. 
And this person is pretty gender ambiguous. Uh, you can tell from this distance that there's long blonde hair and they wave a hand as they see you to come, you, the three of you coming and they, they wave. Oh, things are about to get very Feywild, aren't they? <laughs> they look almost a little excited. Uh, we'll continue to approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would say as approaching a, a, a greetings, you wouldn't happen to be Salia, would you? No, I'm not. And they they look delighted. They look perfectly delighted to see you. Uh, They're more conventionally beautiful than handsome. And they've got these sharp cheekbones and a straight nose, but their eyes are as brilliantly green as the forest canopy. And they're sitting there and they're a, a little more structured than Oban. A dark brown and burgundy armor that's studded and decorated with these bronze finishings and this very flowy white shirt underneath that sort of gathers at their wrists and they cross one leg over the other as they're sitting there and they have these tall boots that come up over their knees and they just look perfectly lovely and perfectly happy to see you. Oh, no, I'm not her, but I am Oban's lover. I knew he had met with you, so I just wanted to meet you for myself. They have a a tea set set out in front of them with a single teacup, and they they have a, a little plate of what look to be like scones or tea cakes or something. You're not entirely sure what they are, but they look like they have... A little glass jar of jam beside them and maybe a little another glass jar that seems to be honey so do you know why oban summoned us here to the feywild and they blink at you and they have these long lovely lashes and then they say oh well he summoned you here no he didn't but i wasn't sure so i thought i'd check <laughs> oh, i see what you did there and they just they, they look excited to play oh no no i don't believe he summoned you here at least if he did he didn't mention it to me and then they look thoughtful are we talking about the same oban here and i'm gonna use disguise self to morph my face into only oban's face mm-hmm. that's him i'd know that handsome face anywhere just don't tell him i told you that you know sure sure oh thank you what would your name be you can call me Faust. Faust? Faust. And what what can I call the three of you? It's so lovely to have new people here. Well, uh, my name is Lapless. Uh, is my uh, acquaintances uh, Kick and uh, Sapphire. Sapphire waves. Oh, what lovely name. My name is not Kick. In from Oban's face, using my <laughs> actor feet. I can mimic the speech of another person that I've been speaking to or with for at least a minute. I will use Oban's voice with Oban's face. (laughs) Okay. I am Oban's shorter brother. (laughs) And because Sapphire waved to them, Faust waves in return, and they say, so, and they sort of um, cross... They they um, fold their hands together and then they perch them on their knee and they say, I hear 
that Oban sent you to find Salia. Yes, that is correct. Hmm, I see. How can I help you? And they sort of lean forward a little bit. Would you be able to find Salia for us? If you went to talk to Salia, then maybe Kick and these two can leave. <laughs> and they, they put one, one hand to their cheek as they're laughing, and then they say, first of all, it's just so strange to hear you talk like him and look like him, but you're so small. <laughs> Mortals are so amusing. Oh, but even more so... I definitely shouldn't come to speak with her because we despise each other. And they say it like so cheerfully. It's it's so strange to hear someone just cheerfully say, oh, no, we hate each other's guts, actually. I'll dismiss all the crap that's on me. They look a little disappointed. Bad blood between the two of you? Well, you see, I used to... Oh, this is so embarrassing. I used to be... A court fay. I was once like her. I know. I know. It's very difficult to believe, but I was once her. Well, not her. I can't turn things into gold or whatever. But I was a court fay. I'm catty enough, I know. But, well, I settled down here. Did we go down from the river? Um... It's a little hard to get your bearings here, but if you would like to... Oh, do you mean, like, are you moving upstream or downstream? Yeah. I see. Sorry. You're moving upstream. Well, I suppose the question then would be, what could you do to help us? We were told by Oban to simply continue upriver, and we would find Salia. But uh, if you're able to help, Mm. I I don't see any reason to uh, decline. We're looking for ruins. Would you say we're headed the right way? Um, as they consider, they sort of tap a cheek with one finger, and then they pick up one of the tea cakes and they break it apart. They start smearing jam on it thoughtfully, and they <laughs> hold it between a thumb and a four f- and their index finger, very, very gentle-like, and they say, "Um, well, I could give you any answers if you." have questions i do know we've been having a hard time figuring out how on earth to get close enough to her but we sent i sent one of my hunters to get close and figure it out and it would seem that she is turning so much into gold that i don't know how to stop her myself there might be a way but you don't know why she's turning things into gold. Hmm, she seems pretty angry. You said that you met, you, you've you met her before, or at least you've known her, right? Has she met Oban by chance? Hmm, before coming here? I don't believe so. Is it like a lover's quarrel? Or like oh, maybe no. a love triangle? No, no, she's... Absolutely awful. I guess it would suit his tastes. And they sort of tee. But then they say, hmm, I don't believe that's what it is. I know the court sent her here. I know they want this forest. And I know they take no pity on anything living here. And they take no mercy 
Well, it's a good thing we don't live here. <laughs> but it seems she's just a spiteful bitch and she's going to turn everything to gold. And then they smile again. Would this uh, means of transmutation, is this a spell or perhaps the sword she has? I'm rather curious about that. Hmm, I don't think it's either. The sword. She happens to be one of the only fae that isn't, um... Harmed by iron? A little, a little sensitive to iron. We don't mm-hmm. do so well around iron. She right. happens to be one of the only ones that isn't like that. That's why she's such a high-ranking general. Ah. The gold thing, she's always been able to do some tacky parlor tricks, I guess. But I suppose it's gotten worse since we've last met. But she just won't leave. She's the only one here, and she just won't leave. Well, we can accomplish that, like what Dobon wanted from us. But uh, you had knowledge that would help us at least find this person? Finding her won't be the hard part. All you have to do is get upstream, and you'll begin to see everything start turning. It's quite sad. Oh, I personally think that they should just go. I don't know why they want to conquer the forest, but... Sorry, no, I'm looking through my notes really quick. While you're looking through notes, uh, Kick would like to see if maybe they're holding out something from us. Oh, yes. Like withholding a little information. Yeah, I'm... Please roll an insight check. I'm also having that inkling. So I may absolutely kill. please roll an insight check. Insight. Anyone okay. who would like to. Kick has the same insight as perception. <laughs> oh. I rolled a natural Four. one. I'm ready. <laughs> so I'm. Kick believes everything that they're saying. I'm proficient in insight, um, and yet I managed to roll lower than my six. That's a five. <gasps> Nobody got above a five. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you all believe what they're saying. It he believes a lot of people. Fair enough. It did seem a little strange that they wouldn't answer certain questions directly, but... That's just a fey thing. Ah, that's just a fey thing. They and just don't like hard. concrete ideas. You're pretty sure at this point because they're just sort of twisty like that. And they sort of... Oh, they they say, so what I can tell you is that I do think she's here for something. Well, it certainly must be. Just turning everything to gold makes no sense. But none of us knows what that is, of course. I don't know. Maybe you can ask her what she's here for. Maybe you should just keep going up the river. I think that sounds like a good idea, yes. Mm -hmm. It just seems silly to have come all this way, lost all of your troops, and not leave. I mean, she is a bitch, I told you, but I don't think she's that bad. And then they shrug again, and they take a bite out of their little scone, and they set it down. Jam still on it, perfect little bite mark taken out of it. I point at one of those scones and just say, could I have one of those? Certainly. Would you like jam or honey on yours? No, no, uh, sweets do not agree with me. Oh, sure. And they take... One of their scones, and they take a, uh, a fabric napkin, and they sort of fold it up, and then they hand it to you for the road. I'm giving you a hard side eye right now. <laughs> I take it and simply uh, 
tip the hat slightly and just say thank you and uh, put it in a pocket. Kick's going to put his hands up, look over to a uh, uh, to, uh, tall hat. Lapless. <laughs> Lapless. <laughs> Kick, Kick won't remember names, but Lapless. Fair. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> if tall person can have one, could, uh, could Kick Possibly. At least a little one for my Oh, my sure. Do you want honey or jam on yours? Both? <laughs> That's the way I like them, too. And then they, they take one another one, and they smear it with some jam, and then they smear it with some honey. And they don't fold the, the napkin over yours, because, you know, then it'll stick. But they give it to you, you should, on a... Uh... You should probably save that for the road, though. Mm-hmm. Ernesto will carry it. And Ernesto will just come down and try to carry it, but it's little sticky hands. I guess I, 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 I'll hold it. Kick will hold it. I, I can hold it for you if you, if need be. No, no, no. Kick, kick, can, kick is fine. I, kick won't go through the water while holding scone. Just don't get it wet. I don't think it'd be very good if you got it wet. Mm-mm. We should we should follow to find uh, Lady Turning Things to Gold. Yes. Oh, please do. The best of luck to you. Thank you. I hope. I hope you find her. I, I, I suspect Good we luck. will. I hope she doesn't turn you into gold either. And then they laugh. Oh, I, I hope so too. <laughs> well, bye-bye now. Stay safe. And then they wave. Come back anytime. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, we'll uh, continue upriver. She's really nice. They're really nice. When we're out of earshot, I'll say, you both know we can't eat the scones, right? You remember that part? We're clear? Yes, of course. Kick? Kick, you're clear about the scones? We can't eat the scones? We can't, right? Correct. Ernesto? And I'm going to have Ernesto kind of fly in. Uh, I'm not entirely certain whether your friend is subject to the same rules, being a creature of this, this persuasion. I don't know that I'd risk it. Hmm. Save it for later, once we get back. Yeah, I'm, I kind of just take the one I have, and I'm kind of looking at it in hand. I mean, I, I guess I'm curious if there's anything, like, magic about it. Mm, what are you doing to determine that? Are you just sort of looking it over, or...? Mostly looking it over, yes. Um, I, I oh, um, guess I could try detecting magic on it. It's up to you? Yes, yes, I will try that. Okay. So go ahead and describe yourself detecting magic. Uh, I think as we're walking up the river, I take a pause at one of the trees, and as if pulling an item from a shelf, I uh, just dip my finger onto a one of the trees and pull out what appears to be a book. It's my arcane focus. It's made of crystalline features. In spite of that, though, I open it and begin turning pages on it and just kind of begin consulting my notes. The pages continue to turn and turn. For for the size that this uh, book is, it does seem to have many pages. And so as we're kind of walking, I'm consulting the book and get to a page and like place the scone on it. Okay. When you complete this, your vision becomes, it's, things start lighting up in your vision. And it's not necessarily that it's been enchanted. There's no spell on it necessarily. It just almost seems like there's this faint magic inside of it. And it seems like there is a faint haze of magic 
everywhere. It's almost like a little bit like a mist that you can see now because it's this whole plane seems to be some sort of magic. True. Fair. Hmm. Are you done examining the cuisine? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Th- and taking taking your question at a complete face value, uh, I'm not sure if you're being sarcastic or not, but uh, simply say, no, um, I, I'm afraid that to uh, truly examine cuisine, I would have to eat it. But seeing as uh, one of the rules here is to not do so, I'm, I'm afraid I'm afraid I uh, won't be able to do that. Just uh, take it from the pages and close the book. <laughs> Are you part tree person? Pulled a book out of a tree tree person no no (laughs) i'm well i don't think so no no (laughs) where do you come from the material plane (laughs) Mm -hmm. i have a a workshop uh along the sword coast really Hmm. maybe you could use this gold possibly Uh, fey gold well what i assume i assume it's fey gold as it is here in these Fae Wilds, uh, would likely be rather risky to use on the material plane. You, you simply don't know what kind of uh, predictability uh, such uh, gold or materials would have. So Sounds like fun. Yes. Most others would disagree, though. Agree to disagree. <laughs> um, as the three of you are walking and talking, can I get another round of probably horrible perception checks? Yeah. We got, we got oh, one person who's good at perception, probably. I had a good perception roll. Thank hey, you. 15. Not Kick this time, though. Focused. Kick is very focused on this scone and just happens to accidentally see something. Ooh, it's my turn to get the one. I got a one as well. High five. <laughs> that's, oh, that's two ones in a row. I'm very <laughs> happy. Like oh. Three feet helped this time. Oh, must be something on the ground. I'm so proud of... <laughs> I, I was I was staring so hard at that scone. I've I've lost sight of what really matters, which is uh, you know, everything Empire else. Must also be yeah. just really. I'm thinking about jewelry now. <laughs> <laughs> Weighing between gold and fey gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, those two seem to be pretty into whatever discussion they're having. Kick, you're kind of only half listening. Uh, something about fey gold. Gold sounds nice. And then you actually you see it there's there's a gleam there's something in the water and you realize it's a stone that's on the bottom and then there's another one a little bit further ahead and then there's another one and then you see that there's some leaves scattered on the ground that are also shining gold and get kind of excited and you turn around to tell these two and between their legs since they're awful tall and you're awful short you see movement. Something sort of scatters into the trees. What was your roll? A 15? Mm-hmm. Okay. And for a moment, you lose sight of it, and then you do. You find it again, and it's actually a doe. It's just a, a female deer. A doe, a female deer. <laughs> a doe, female deer. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, from this distance at least, kind of looks like a normal doe, but she's... Watching you in that way that deer do with their, her large eyes between the tree trunks. She's holding pretty still. And then you see the little flicker of her, her white tail. Hmm. Is this the first sign of life that we've seen apart from actual people? It does seem to be the first, like, large animal. Um, There's been birds 
certainly. And you have no idea what those little moats are. But yeah, this is the first, like, ground animal you've seen. You haven't even seen fish, you don't think. And you were in that water, so. <laughs> I would have felt them. <laughs> you would have noticed. Fancy and fancier one. We seem to have a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that just beautiful? <laughs> she gets kind of startled, you think, when you start talking, and she, she sort of vanishes into the, the, the trees. So, on the one hand, that's probably about the most normal thing that we could see in the woods. And on the other hand, we're in the Feywild, so who knows what that was. Yeah, I really don't know what to make of that. Would Kick have been ever informed of creatures in the Feywild with the Archfey uh, patron? Would they... Being... Mm -hmm. A prankster as this archfey is would i have gotten either false information or normal information if mm, any well you probably might know well actually let's roll a history check history all right i think that's right uh nine a nine right. well you do know that you're pretty sure you heard somewhere you're thinking about it and you're like well you kind of know all the stuff that Oban already told you, can he? Gifts are a little weird when it comes to Faye. Um, you seem to remember something about the truth. Ah, you're not sure what that one was. Um, animals, though. Animals. You're thinking about that, and you're like, well, you're pretty sure that the Archfey has told you in some ways that animals are the same, but they're also different. And it was that same thing that Archfey do, and they don't give you, like, concrete answers. They give you wiggly answers instead. Okay. Hmm. It's just a deer. Hmm. Something did come across kick, though. We already broke rules. We accepted gifts. Oh, no, no, no. I asked for these. <laughs> these were not gifted. <laughs> but if we already broke rules, who's to say kick taking a bite wouldn't do anything worse? Well, well, I can't stop you. Yeah, I think I think the thing to understand is that I've known you for about 45 minutes. So it's and don't take this personally. It's not a big deal to me if you get yourself stuck in the Feywild. But me neither. Yeah, it's it's really up to you in this case is what I'm saying. Uh, to counter that or to, to balance that out, I, I will say that if if you were to eat that and something were to happen, I would be rather um, rather saddened. Kick kind of like stands on their uh, tippy toes, trying to get as tall as possible, getting about like an inch. Kick will wait then. Probably for the best. But Kick thinks it's just a deer. Not the oddest thing. Not as odd as these scones. I think they're actually crumpets. I think that's a crumpet. <laughs> scones usually a triangle. There are drop scones. <laughs> I just have to say, as a baker, there are drop scones. Oh, I got out sconed. <laughs> oh, yes. And I mean, at this point, Sapphire and Laughless, you probably know that there, you probably have noticed that there are the occasional little like glimmers of gold. There seems to be some pebbles that are gold. All right. This is the point where I can get professional. Because not only am I a wizard, but I'm specifically a transmuter. 
So ah, yes. uh, I'm going to uh, probably first uh, find a stick and like, you know, examine the gold bit with the stick to make sure it's not contagious. But I really want to sort of mm-hmm. like see if I can sort out if there's any specific like what's up with his magic. Certainly. Um, do you have like a class thing for that or can I just make you roll an arcana uh, check? I think that's just an arcana check. Okay. Cool. Go ahead and roll your arcana check. I will say that when you touch, you know, a stick to this gold, this gold pebble, it does not turn into gold. Nothing else happens. And also, Lapless, I Hi. forgot you have to roll a d20 after casting that spell. Okay. Let's see what happens. I rolled an 18. 18. Okay. So you're good. Nothing happens. All right. No shenanigans. <laughs> Where was that one when I needed it? <laughs> 17 on an Arcana check. That's 17. Okie dokie. So you kind of crouch down and you get face up all up in this. But, you know, like a mm-hmm. lady. And you've already seen nothing happens. The ground around it isn't affected at all. It just seems to be the stone, which, judging by what's in the river and the leaves that are scattered, you can safely sort of assume that maybe it was just carried down the street you don't see any like gold foresty nothing it's just little bits so you do this is your your thing and you can recognize that this does seem to be transmutation this there's the sort of ripples of the change that you know to look for they're so subtle but they're definitely there somebody absolutely was able to transmute this into gold it's gold. <laughs> it's gold. Like gold gold? Or are we talking about the idolized currency? Things like that? Or No, it's it's fake. It's like a a gold rock you dig up from the ground. Hmm. Kick will place said stone in a pouch. <laughs> and when you pick it up, it's pretty heavy. Like it's it feels solid. Kick is not the strongest. <laughs> Well, I think you can pick it up. I don't think it's like a boulder or anything, but it's it's a lot heavier than you were expecting it to be. Uh, Sapphire, was there anything else you were looking for in that? No, but I think I will also surreptitiously pocket one of these stones. <laughs> and you may. Souvenir and um, what's everyone's passive perception? Uh, nine. Oh, no, sorry. Eight. Eight. Oh, even better. <laughs> Yeah, my passive perception is 13. Uh, is passive just 10 plus, or is there a proficiency? 10 plus, your proficiency counts. 10 plus whatever your passive mod mm, so. is. Yeah, it's just 10 plus your perception. Uh, I have no extra bonus there, so. 10 it is. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so only one of you notices that there's a another crack, at, like something has stepped on a stick. And when you look over, you see the, the, the movement again. And then from around another tree, the little doe pe- peeks out. Her little head. She's a little closer this time. But she looks skittish. But she also looks curious, maybe? It's a little hard to tell. She's still some distance away, but she is getting closer. I'll try uh, offering, placing a hand out with the scone in hand. Offer that to the deer. She looks at it. She looks at you, she looks at it, and then she looks at you, 
Can I have you roll? Is this animal handling? Or, or persuasion. Yeah, it depends on it. If this is an animal or if it counts as an animal being a fake creature. <laughs> yeah, is this an animal? <laughs> oh, that's... I'll let you choose. How about that? I will let you choose between animal handling and insight. I will try insight then. Okay. Ooh, that is a, uh, my insight is three. That is, uh, that is 22. Ooh. Did you add 22? Wow. So with a 22, you realize that the way that she's looking at you and looking at the scone and looking at you and looking at the scone, it looks like she's actively like weighing things. It looks like she's paying close attention to things and it's not in the way that an animal normally would in the way that someone might expect a doe to be just looking for danger no she is scoping you out she's trying to figure you out as much as you seem to be trying to figure her out it is a weirdly sentient thing for you to see on an animal i mean this is D, so maybe not that weird but <laughs> it's not what you expected fair sure I suppose I might try some reassuring words. Just, I mean, no idea if uh, she understands me, but I would just say, uh, won't hurt. She's kind of waiting a little longer. And then she starts to walk out. She's still not getting, like, close to you, but she's at least coming out from behind the trees. And as she comes kind of closer, you can see that she mostly looks like a normal deer, but her eyes are a little strange. There seem to be, like, these different shades of blue and purple mixed together it's it's really weird for a deer mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and she's still and she she's not just watching you she's passing glances at sapphire and kick too but she's she's mostly because you're the one who noticed her and you're the one holding out that that sconer she's sort of keeping a bead on all three of you but she's mainly looking at you do we notice the deer at this point yeah i would say as you've you've certainly noticed by now Ernesto will just inherently go invisible behind me and <laughs> try to fly to keep an aerial shot. I'm just going to watch patiently. <laughs> I think I'd try to, as best as I can, non-threateningly slowly approach as well. If she's kind of keeping to the woods, she might want to, like, turn tail and, you know, retreat into them. So uh, meeting her at her at her place of comfort might be a way to uh, help the matter. But, you know, slowly mm -hmm. approach, like, towards the uh, kind of trees that she's still in. Sure. She um, kind of stiffens, and you can see she's definitely considering it. Um, why don't you roll me a perception? Or, no, perception. Persuasion. 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 Oh, that was another good roll. Uh, that was a uh, plus seven, uh, 24. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, she was considering it, but she she lets you come closer. She lets you get closer and closer, and she she's still glancing at Sapphire and Kick, but um, she doesn't even seem to be interested in this cone. It's, it's all of her attention is on you, and she's sort of waiting to see what you're going to do. Kick is tucking away the scone regardless. <laughs> I will attempt to pet the deer. <laughs> <laughs> well, with your very high persuasion roll, you can tell she sort of stiffens, but then she lets you, 
And it's not that she necessarily enjoys, like a, like an animal would. It's not like petting a cat or anything, but she she seems to sort of ease up when she realizes, oh, this is a nice gesture. This is something nice. And when she she takes her eyes off of you, this time it's to look behind you. And she glances back into the forest, and then she she's back on you. Uh, I think here, now that I uh, have, because uh, the range for this spell is touch, I will cast tongues, which will grant the ability to understand a spoken language that is heard. Hmm, okay. She's not saying anything quite yet. No, uh, I, but I, oh, I just wanted, wasn't sure if there was some sort of reaction to that. Um. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, uh, well, I guess she would feel you casting it. And it does sort of like she jolts away a little bit. She doesn't run, but she sort of um, backs up. Yeah, that's fair. I pull my hand like, back. Like she's shocked. Uh, I would I would just say, um, can, can you understand me? Her eyes get a little wider and she blinks. And you're getting really strangely good at reading deer faces and expressions right now. <laughs> I'm the deer and whisperer. Then after a mo- <laughs> I've, I've uh, multiclassed into druid. <laughs> and then she she moves her head a little like a nod but even she seems like really unsure about that well it's a start you um well you're probably well aware of it but have you seen a um a woman around here turning things into gold at that her her little ears perk up like they stand straight up like she's heard something but she she's looking at you still so she's she looks excited and her, her tail flickers. Oh, good. And she, both of her, her front hooves, I almost have pause, hooves sort of move once, almost like she's she's excited. She's like running in place. And she 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 starts to move around you. She gives Sapphire and Kickstill a bit of a bigger girth. She's not sure about those two quite yet. I say in a low voice, um, they're friendly enough, but I understand. <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> no judgment on this. <laughs> Kick ready to hiss at any moment like a cat. And she moves around to the the stream again. And she's looking back to you. She looks excited. I will uh, approach the the stream. And she starts walking. And she's 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 leading you, essentially. Uh, I look to the to Kick and, and Sapphire and <laughs> shrug. Off we go. Kick, Kick. will follow while having uh Ernesto still in the air, getting an air shot, so a kick can perceive surroundings, and if the deer runs off, Ernesto is gonna dive to try to follow it. Okay. Is kick looking through Ernesto's eyes and ears, then? Uh, only when we're standing still, periodically. Not while we're moving. Ah, kick has learned a lesson. (laughs) Kick learned. If How unlike Goldstone, <laughs> if Goldstone <laughs> were to be tripped on, it would hurt a lot more than Waterstone. Oh, that's true. How very uncharacteristically wise. <laughs> okay, so she's, she's going to start leading you, and she, she periodically looks back, and she periodically looks into the forest, too. She's pretty nervous. Uh, it's almost like she expects something to like show up, but she's... She's on her path. She's she's really moving, actually. She seems to be on a mission. And what 
you start to see is more and more gold as you you follow her and it suddenly becomes so much that more forest is gold than actual forest and up ahead ernesto would probably see it first since he's up high but it doesn't take that much longer for the rest of you to see it because it's literally in the middle of the stream there is something gold just erected there like a like a monument like a statue it's a statue oh it's a person does the person seem to be feminine they seem to be more masculine actually they're <laughs> solid gold and they're in mid-motion of what looks to be a run does this person look like a hunter say oh i guess they sure do they have a uh a longbow and an arrow drawn. Also, perfectly gold. And as you get closer, you can see that they seem to be looking over their shoulder. Mouth wide open. And the look on their face that's frozen there, it's not too happy. It's, it's, it's definitely a look of fear. Oh, uh, did you want me to roll on the search table again? I did cast tongues. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, please. Um, I rolled a five. Okay, so you're you're good. Need to cast more How spells. far away is the statue from us? Mm, I guess we'll say maybe about thirty feet right now. Are uh, the, are you all gonna keep going, or do you want to stop away from it? The deer, it seems, is going straight for it. I might spare a glance at the statue, but unless the others stop, I would continue to follow the deer. Kick. Kick is going to stay back about 30 feet and speak out. They don't seem to be having the best time. Is this magic? Did the did that one woman do this? Or... I think that's what's going on, yes. I think that's a safe I can yes, yes. try to fix this. Kick has ways to fix things that don't involve kicks. That might be a good idea. Let's, let's stay further away in case something happens, though. And I'll cast with Ernesto. Oh, no, the range is 120 feet. Uh, I'll cast Dispel Magic. Okay. Since you are competing against a pretty high-level spell, I am going to have you roll an ability check. Yeah, I, I figured, isn't it? So go ahead and roll Charisma check plus your bonus. While Kick is doing this, Sapphire, are you hanging yes. back with Kick? Nineteen? 19's pretty good, actually. It's gonna make up for the zero from earlier. Yeah. And Lapless, are you approaching the, the statue person thing? No, if if uh I would be about where Kick and Sapphire are. I wouldn't want to uh run the risk. Okay. The doe, it seems, didn't really know that you were going to do this. So she is still, she, she crosses into the water and she wades right up to this this statue and she starts trying to look around it. She looks first at it and then she starts looking around it on the ground and then... Uh, I might just, you know, say it might be too late for anything, but just like, oh, you might want to stay away from that. <laughs> As you are starting to... Shout that. Kick's Dispel Magic takes hold, and Kick, you can actually feel that it's sort of a challenge to do this. You have to push, and you have to hold on to this spell longer than you normally would, because 
it takes a while for your magic to sink in. It's it's powerful. You can definitely feel that whoever casted this, if it even is like a spell necessarily, it's harder for you to dispel, but you do feel the moment that it clicks into place. And this man, this hunter, bursts back into motion in a way that causes him to stumble into the water and he's in mid-scream and then he's on his knees and he's looking confused and the doe is jumping backwards. She starts retreating. She looks pretty scared. Did we do good? Should we have done that? Let's see. I'm going to approach the hunter. Um... As he sees movement, he draws his bow and he aims it at right. you. He doesn't shoot yet, but he looks pretty, like, wild in the eyes. Sapphire puts her hands up. Uh, it's all right. We're you. So someone turned you into gold, and you were gold for a while. And we just <laughs> ungolded you. So <laughs> you don't have to shoot us. From the far distance, Kick just shouts, Friend or foe? The, the tip of the arrow briefly moves to Kick when Kick speaks and then shifts back to Sapphire and he's breathing pretty heavily and he looks around everywhere and then he says, I was, I was gold. She got me. I was, I was golden. Yes, you were. She got yes. me. You, you work for Fast? I do. I do. I do. They sent me here. They were looking for a way to get rid of her. They were looking for... And then their eyes fall on the doe. And then the arrow shifts to her instead. And they say they were looking for her. Well, let's let's calm down and <laughs> not point things at people and explain instead. They were looking for her. She's the reason that she's still here. And if I get rid of her, Salio will go. Hmm. I'm not going to take that as a given. When Sapphire was approaching the archer, I was approaching the deer that but stopped. But um, what would I say to, to the hunter is, uh, well, what is she exactly? Referring to the deer. She's her wife. <laughs> Look at him. Turn towards the deer. And just like stare for a second and then look back to him and just say again. Oh. The deer is Sarala's wife? Salara? Salia. All right. I'm 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 not local. I'm not going to judge anyone. <laughs> uh so is there a reason you wouldn't just take the deer back to Salia and then everything's hooray? That's not what I was told to do. I was told to hunt her. That's why she's a deer. These are scones of betrayal. Are scones of betrayal. Or crumpets. <laughs> crumpets. All right. Well, here is the new situation. Your mission has been interrupted because you were turned to gold. And so now you're done. We are tasked by Oban to go and talk to Salia and get the whole thing sorted out. So we're going to do that. We'll handle the deer and everything. And you can just go and sleep it off. 
Um, Sapphire, I would love for you to make either persuasion or an intimidation roll. It's up to you. You know what? I'm going to make an intimidation roll. Oh, I was hoping you would. Because I'm actually notably better at that. Would Sapphire have advantage <laughs> with Kick holding up a rock? <laughs> Absolutely. How about okay. it? Intimidating Cobalt is intimidating with a Yeah, rock. that's good because that first roll was bad. Boy, that second one was also bad. I topped out at a nine. Oh, man. Maybe Kick should have. I didn't realize that Kick has an intimidation of plus yeah, six. I have plus five, and I topped out at a nine. Ugh. Well, it seems like bringing up Oban's name did actually kind of scare him, though, because you see the color drain out of his face when you mention Oban's name. And he... He starts to back away a little and his arrow, the aim starts to falter and you can see he's looking around. He's not going anywhere just yet. He says, Hoban wasn't supposed to find out, but I answered a Faust and my orders were to get rid of I cast her. hideous laughter. So that... Th- <laughs> <laughs> what saving throw do I make? That is a wits, uh, wisdom save. Wisdom save! Okay. Oh, 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 my first roll. My first roll. Your first Which roll. Which dice do I roll? This one has golden. Which of the 19? Because it's thematically. <laughs> um, that is like a. I don't have stats for him. I'll make it up. That's a 14. That's not going to cut it. Oh, no! Really? Wow. So he is in the middle of telling you, I don't. I have to kill her. She. I was supposed to... <laughs> I I have to make them pay. <laughs> I... They can't... The court can never come back. And then he just... He can't hold it in anymore. He is laughing. And he's still trying to talk through this laughter. But tears start coming out. And he's... He can't speak anymore. He just... He can't even hold his aim. He starts to sort of teeter. And he's so busy laughing, and he looks strangely angry as he's laughing. Uh-huh. Like, his eyes and his laughter are not connected. I, I don't see what part of this is funny at all, but... <laughs> he's making fun of us! Uh, just another day. No, no, this is, this, is, this is my thing. I think this all makes <laughs> a fair deal more sense now. We should probably hurry up before this wears off and he tries to shoot someone. <laughs> Um, at that, the doe hurries into the water, and she's still nervous about being around him, but she starts, like, she 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 moves around him. She gives him a sort of wide girth, and she, she hurries past him into what is solid gold. The, all the trees, everything there that you can see beyond it is perfectly turned into gold. Taking Sapphire at her word about the spell and uh, all that, I'll, I'll uh, follow the deer. Follow her into the forest. Debating on pelting the laughing man with a magic stone. Uh, Kick will follow suit while um, Ernesto stays near, while invisible, being a sprite, the uh, hunter as he's laughing. I'm going to take his bow and then follow after them. Oh, power move! I love it. Smart. <laughs> we would have been fish, fish in a barrel <laughs> with someone with a bow. 
All right. And you, the three of you run through this water after her because she's, she's moving pretty quickly now. She's really excited, it seems. And she starts weaving through all of these solid gold trees until she finds, like, an incline. And even, even the grass, it seems, is gold. It's still, it's thin enough, so it does bend, but it's a pretty strange feeling to walk on. And there's nothing, you cannot find a single organic thing here, except for this deer and the three of you. As we're walking, I look to Kick and say, uh, so you were able to dispel the gold around that hunter. Um, do you think you might be able to help our, uh, dear friend? If it's the same, if, if it's not, Kick can do it again, yes, otherwise we'll have to take a, a little bit of a nap. But, uh, well, if it's the same sort of magic, sure. Good to know. Um, perhaps that's something uh, Sally can do, or her court, but um, good good to know. With the sheer mention of it, Kick will attempt to dispel magic on the deer. Uh, maybe, maybe not right now, but... Okay. <laughs> are, are you casting it, or no? Kick has a friend, so if Tall Hat says no, then no. Okay, then no it is. At any case, she didn't even seem to hear you. She's, um, she seems to at least be matching her pace enough so that she doesn't lose you, but she's moving up this hill, and atop it you can see what looks to be ruins, actually. They are the ruins that were described to you. These are not gold yet, but there are pillars and crumbling marble walls, and there are veins of gold moving up through them. Even the vines and any... Um, vegetation that has been growing around them has turned into gold against this marble. Um, you see what looks to be, maybe it was a, a big sort of ornate window of some sort at one point, and you do see some pillars, but there's not enough left for you to tell what this used to be. And she hurries in there. She She sort of moves through what's left of the, it's not exactly a doorway anymore, but it makes one. And she she hurries through. Are the three of you following her in? Uh, with the caveat, yes. with the caveat that I am letting them walk in first. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. That's fair. What's the worst that could happen? We could turn to gold. <laughs> what? <laughs> kick can kick can go first. Sure. Okay. So I'm guessing it's kick in first. And Sapphire last. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's no ceiling left. The remnants of it have crumbled all around you, and there do seem to be some remnants of the structure inside, but it's it's still not exactly easy to tell what this was. There is vegetation all over inside, too. Lots of sprouting ferns, uh, copses of tall flowers and grasses but they are all gold and the deer is looking around she's trying to she's searching she looks really hopeful you are all getting so used to reading expression on this animal now (laughs) and there's a mighty clang of something hitting the marble behind you and when the three of you turn around you see that there is a woman there with a, a sword 
the blade is as tall as her shoulders. And she doesn't look very short either. I mean, she's certainly not six feet, but she's definitely not three feet either. She's in armor. And what you can see is that her her thin features are all sharp edges. Her cheekbones, the line of her nose, her brow, and the set of her mouth. She's She's all sharp. Her lids are lowered over these bright yellow gold eyes and her skin is this sort of sandy brown in places but in other places it's actually starting to turn gold too there's a patch on her cheek and it actually moves into these long black waves of her hair where you can see that there's some gold strands in it and her white leather armor is starting to turn into solid gold on one shoulder and at the tips of the pauldrons. And the toes of her boots are starting to turn gold, too. And she looks a little surprised, like, maybe she was going to sneak up behind you, but she rolled a natural one. <laughs> well, she would have got the drop on us, perceptive folk. Hey, we're two. Oh, she doesn't sigh wistfully about that, but I might. <laughs> and she looks startled in that moment, but then she looks pretty pissed. And she starts to raise a sword. This huge sword that you can see is just black wrought iron. So she's closest to Sapphire, right? <laughs> Being behind the group? Technically. Um, With the sword going up. You said there's like statues in here? Yeah, sure. They're crumbling, but yeah. Um, Using Misty Escape from my Archfey patron. Never mind. That is a different thing. I cannot use that. I will cower. <laughs> <laughs> Kick uses the cower motion, the action to cower. I see. I think Cobalt's actually and She does look like she is about to go after you, Sapphire, but then her eyes move behind you and she sees the deer and she sort of squints. And then she looks to the three of you again. So, you're Salia. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, I guess. I, I, I mean, I am. I mean, I don't know if it's a pleasure to meet you. That that's yet. that's fair. Uh, Sapphire, Glabless, Kick. Um, I we've been led to understand that this deer is your wife. Is that is that correct? And she looks to her again, and she steps in closer, and she she takes the deer's face and she looks at those those weird purple blue eyes and she says, "Yeah." That's her. This is Arsenia. We brought her to you, so please don't kill us. Why is she a deer? That is uh, not entirely clear to us. Feywild? Are you from the material plane? Uh, I'm sorry, Kick, did you cast to spell magic? Is yeah, that what you said? out of fear. I'll just do it real quick. Roll. Okay. Uh, fifth, or 16? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 16. I thought my modifier was plus 2. It's plus 3. It's a little easier this time, um, surprisingly, because you don't feel like you were trying nearly as hard as you did to ungold the hunter, but it does feel a little bit easier this time for the magic to sort of be pushed off of this deer, and in this very Disney-esque show of sparkling magic, she turns into this shorter girl, actually. She's she's definitely a, a, a woman, but she's... I would say maybe only a foot taller than you are, Kick. And she's a little curvy with this 
long pale brown hair but she has those same eyes she has those same big purple blue eyes and she comes to immediately saying fuck fast fuck him fuck him entirely he turned me into this so that you wouldn't come back he did this fuck that fuck this whole thing fuck everyone except for those three and she points to the three of you guessing the the one only rules thrown out the window (laughs) (laughs) i really like fuck sorry everyone i mean i'm fine with it it was just funny to me i think we could we could actually make it explicit rating yeah i'm pretty sure we did that last time yeah, I think we did too, which is good because I can't, I can't, sorry. Um, <clears throat> Sully looks a little like blindsided by this whole thing. Her wife was a deer and now her wife is screaming fuck a lot, but the three of you seem to be okay. She's really dealing with this all, but she looks to the three of you and she says, so you helped her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. How are we? Okay. Are so we, now you can leave. Are right? we good? I... I've got no beef with you. Oh, that's good. You have my wife. That's that's huge. Can I do something for you? Yes. Would you be able to help us return to the material plane? We had an arrangement with Obon, but uh, if if you're able to do it, it's all the same. What was your arrangement with Obon? Uh, we would uh, aid him in getting you to leave. Well, I can help you by leaving. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to... We got to go home. And she turns to her wife and she starts actually looking her over like she's making sure that nothing else is weird or that she are you okay did they hurt you i mean turning into a deer is not great but like are you okay and her wife like sort of shoes her away and she says i'm fine i'm fine she looks still pretty pissed well i mean if you're mad we can go find fast we have scones from them uh, or crumpets I think they're biscuits. Oh, they're definitely not biscuits. Mm. <laughs> shortcakes. They're too fluffy to be shortcakes. And Sally is there going, isn't that a like a tea cake? <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a confession. I don't know the difference between a tea cake and a crumpet. I'll tell you the difference. I don't know the difference between any of these. Honestly, I saw them on Great British Baking Show, and um, that's like my whole basis for them. <laughs> you so... you might say it's your whole jam. Ooh. Oh. <gasps> That was very good. God dear. I do. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, just in case you need it, you get a point of inspiration. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll put it on my sheet and wear it proudly. It's going on the wall. <laughs> Better mark that as jam inspiration. Jam inspiration. Well, they they do say, you know, when you freestyle a thing, they also call that a jam, so it all works. I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> inspiration revoked. <laughs> I, it's getting close. It's getting there. You might have used your inspiration point on that. And kick when you say we can go find Faust, she definitely the smaller wife. Um, Sally called her Arisinia. She looks to you like she is absolutely considering it. She looks pissed, but Sally grabs her and she says, "No, no, let's let's go home. I don't want to be here anymore." I'm done with this place fuck this place let's go i mean this place can be nice they both kind of give you a dirty look at that and it's a weirdly similar look for two women who don't seem to be very similar i will just morph into 
a deer's face and cower behind Sapphire. <laughs> yes, perhaps uh, whatever you intend to do can you, you might want to you know take a day, consider it. But uh, Salia says, at any rate, you got my wife back for me, so I'm going to leave. You can tell Oban that, and you can go home. I'm not going to keep you from that. That's I'm grateful to the three of you forever. Just don't like show up at the court or something and expect that I can do more for you because they'd eat you alive there. Possibly literally. She shrugs. Fair. Kind of chuckle at that. I've heard. <laughs> and um, Arosinia says, oh, one moment. And she she claps both of her hands on Salia's, around Salia's face and all of the gold on her disappears. She seems to have cast a spell. Not sure whether or not you, the three of you, would recognize it, but she did seem to cast a spell that sort of cleared it all up. It's not to spell magic, it's something else. And then she turns, and she comes to stand in front of the three of you, and she says, I can tell that the three of you are from the material plane, because you know pretty much nothing about being here, and you stink of it, kind of, sorry to say. The iron isn't really a smell that leaves you that easily but in any case we don't often thank people but and she clasps her hands together and she says thank you for helping me it means a lot glad to be of semi-involuntary service i clap my hands in return of the gesture would you like a scone and she oh the one that you got from foss no i'd rather choke on dirt but thank you i know you meant well still speaking in deer head <laughs> she says you may tell Oban that we're leaving it may be best if you leave the gold part of the forest to summon him as the trees probably can't hear you here cake starts to leave yeah I think there's a a, a curtsy and I will follow kick I will uh exit last eyeing that 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 sword that was pretty a uh, nice sword but uh I'm not gonna ask for it or anything just take my leave uh, it's kind of, the tip is actually in the dirt now, and Sally's got, like, one elbow propped up on it, and she waves to you all as you leave, and she looks a little taken aback still by everything that's happening. I'm gonna send Ernesto to go outside and look, just to be safe that the hunter's not there and wait. I'm not worried about him. Yeah, I think we also, we don't have to go to that same part of the forest, we just have to go to the nearest place where it isn't gold. It is, you do have to backtrack pretty close to the stream in order to get back there, um, but you don't have to cross it again. You can sort of follow it down a little, and then you do find where the gold ends. For the most part, there's still the branches and the bits and pieces here and there, but you do definitely, you, you have Ernesto sort of cruise by and look, and the hunter is gone. You can see some drying footprints on the, the bank that are leading back towards where you encountered Faust, but there's no there's no hunter to be seen at least. The coast is clear. Wait, you have you have the bow anyways. Why was I so scared? Oh, he could still stab us. Uh I suppose if it is safe, I will uh just call for Oban. Say something to the effect okay. of uh Well, we we've done what you've asked. Oban. I'm gonna ah, put that on, does it. I'm gonna put when on you use his face. name he sort of steps out. He he steps out from behind a nearby tree, almost like he, he just sort of passed behind it and was suddenly there. And he has his arms folded, and he looks at the three of you, and then his eyebrows furrow, and he say, "You for sure did it." Pretty yes. for sure. 
kind of tilts his head to one side and then the other and he's checking you out and he says, well, I don't see any gold bits. How'd you do it? We found the reason that she was staying and we fixed it. And I think you probably want to have a conversation with your partner about it. This woman and turning turning into Faust and then turning into Faust's face and speaking in their voice. Your lover. When Faust is brought up, there's this moment of surprise from Oban and then it's a look of, oh, what the hell now? There's no real, like, disbelief, though. And he sighs and he pinches the bridge of his nose and he... (sighs) And as he's doing that, Faust appears. It's a different sort of appear. It's almost like they were there, but they just weren't there. You don't see them walk out from behind a tree. They're just suddenly there. And then they say, oh, did, did I hear my name? Oh, hi. I, it's the three of you again. It's so good to see you. And Oban says, he, he points a finger right at their nose and he says, we're going to talk. And then he turns on the three of you again and he looks a little more stern. But he says, before that, I'm sending the three of you home. Oh, good. I don't want to be here for this. <laughs> The day is getting rather long, and I'd like to go home. (laughs) Fast looks a little nervous, and they say, Oh, I don't know if I want to be here for this either. (laughs) And Bon very pointedly ignores them, and he points to them again. And then he walks away without saying anything else to them, and he steps up to the side of the river, and he says, I don't know if the three of you know this, but... Water is the easiest way to move between the planes. And he mm-hmm. makes a parting motion. And as he does, the water parts. And there's just a sort of emptiness. It's not just enough to say that it's a black hole. It's literally the absence of anything underneath that water. It's not water. It's definitely something. Planes juice. And he says... It's the jam that was on the scone. It's Blackberry. <laughs> he says, you've helped me, so I have to keep my bar- my end of the bargain. You have my word that this will take you back to the material plane. Excellent. Thank you. In their voice, while still having their face, that's quite delectable. And I'll just take a bite of the scone. <laughs> Fast puts their their hand to their chest, and it's a face of, how dare you use my voice? And then Oban looks really tired, and then he says, please go home. And Kick, nothing happens to you. The scone is a little crumbly. You think a little bit on the dry side, but you're not sure. I don't even know that Kick has ever had scones. And there's definitely a sweetness to it, but nothing happens, per se. I would give this subpar quality, and then I dive into the portal. The last thing... Well, I'll go into the last thing you see in a moment. I would say you have to excuse my friend, but I've actually never met him before today. So, goodbye, and I walk into the space. (laughs) Look at the two of them, uh, just tip my hand, nod, and walk into the portal as well. Okay. Kick, you're gone a few seconds ahead of everyone. So, um, first thing is the last thing you see is Faust giving you a middle finger. <laughs> and 
Also, I'm gonna need you to roll a charisma saving throw to try and leave. Oh. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> Did you say you rolled a natural one? Well, someone's yeah. an archfey now. <laughs> oh, no. I'm one with my patron. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lathless and Sapphire, neither of you ate anything, so you do definitely start to sink away and you have this moment at the very end that's you don't feel like you have a body anymore but you can still see like a, almost like looking through a curtain a dark curtain the two archfey standing on the the shore there and then as the water moves over your your vision like a curtain you're pretty sure you see a cobalt tail, a cobalt in the water, and then that's gone. And kick your left in the water along this stream. Oh, I'm sorry to cut in, but uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it'll it would be enough to to change things. But could I try bending luck? You sure can. How does that work? I can spend two sorcery points to roll a d4 and apply a bonus to that roll. Absolutely. It did roll a natural one. True. So the total is seven. You did, but this is a pretty cool idea. Sure. So it's going to have a high DC, but I'll absolutely let you try. Total I rolled is seven. Okay. So whatever that affects. Well, I, I don't know if a four will be enough, and I might not even roll a four, but I rolled a two. Well... <laughs> You rolled so a it's two. only a nine okay, total. So it's only a nine. Mm, unfortunately, it was a really cool idea, but I don't think a nine would be enough. But can you describe what you try to do in that last instant to keep this this silly little kobold from being stuck in the Feywild? Yeah, seeing the water close back over and seeing the uh, kick's tail, but it seems so far away. I have my book and I reach a hand through the cover and it, it's like another sheet of glass appears at their tail and like my hand is reaching through that trying to grab at their tail but uh i think just the mirror as soon as it's like close to you to kick it simply shatters and i am forced back unfortunately so i'm sitting in the stream with oban and Faust. yeah they're standing on the shore and they're both looking at you i just give a cobalt sized grin in Faust's face and flee somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of them stop you. Well, I think that's it, unless we want to have a small description of what happens when two of you, at least, do get back home. I think Sapphire wakes up in the library, face down in a book, blinks several times, Blinks several more times, reaches down into her pocket and finds a gold stone and then immediately starts, she grabs a notebook and starts writing down the thing that she sort of still thinks might have been a dream just to make sure that she gets it down before she forgets if that is a thing that might happen. <laughs> I just love her. I think in Laplace's case, they, as I mentioned, kind of an odd one, um, were just napping in their like shop. They weren't necessarily in their bed, but they were just taking a quick nap just uh, on the floor. 
So they uh, return to the material plane in a similar state, but I think they uh, sit up with a jolt and then you hear them just kind of like go out and look at their hand and it's got like, you know, it's glass cuts on it. And so they just like get up and swear in, in Elvish and hurry up to, they, they pull off their hat and tear off a part of it and wrap their hand real quick. Maybe take out a book, uh, take out their tome real quick and begin writing in it, taking notes about kobolds and uh, the archfey and that plane and things of that nature. And Kick is uh, and... living very wild. <laughs> Yeah, Kick, what are, what are you going to do now? Probably never see Faust again, never say Faust, never speak in their voice, never shape into their person, ever. And Kick would speak with Ernesto to potentially find a way back, but if not, then Kick is now... Probably the only kobold to exist in the Feywild. Kick will start a religion. (laughs) And Kick, I think what happens is that you are stuck in this forest with never-ending dusk for quite some time before you can find your way out and start this religion. And I would hope that maybe after some time... A very familiar archfey does find you, and it's not Oban, and it's not Faust, and it's not even either of the wives. I think, I would hope, it's your patron, and maybe they might have a way for you to get home. And I think that's it, everyone, unless there's anything else. Unless we were going to go out and search for each other, I'm pretty sure that was it. <laughs> well, then maybe yeah. that's the next game. Man, how long am I stuck in the Feywild, then? <laughs> Oh, I know time changes. Time moves a little bit different in the farewell. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter and use the hashtag PodMonth2020. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.